welcome back. Episode number 77 of the New York Pinches podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'm on Simon Coach Brennan Luca. And today we're discussing Galant's firing, potential coaches out there, Q&A, and more. But first, just want to let you guys know to go to InsideTheRink.com slash ESPN to subscribe to ESPN Plus to watch games and more. And yeah, let's get to it. And welcome back. All right, I'm just going to pretend the draft lottery never happened. Folks, how's it going? It's going fantastic. Gerard Galan is fired. Oh, happy day. Wait, wait, are we not talking about the draft at all? What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, well, for people who've been living under a rock for the last 18 minutes, Chicago just won the draft lottery and they're going to pick Connor Bedard. And the only two times they've ever won the draft lottery, they're going to be able to pick Connor Bedard and previously Patrick Kane. So, uh, yeah, sweet. Good for them. They really deserved it because of all the suffering those fans have had to endure for the last like five years of not winning cups. And just being uh, an yeah. above board organization that hasn't done anything wrong at all, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a, uh, that's whole bag of yeah, no bag it's, of crap. So that I don't even want to get into. It's so undeserving. It just on so no. many levels, it's so undeserving. Speaking about that, Joel Quenville is not going to be the head coach of the Rangers, according to Larry Brooks. And nice segue right there. I'm like riding a little segue right here. Yeah, that was nice perfect. segue into Beautiful. Gerard Gallant getting shit canned. I mean, yeah, it was it was expected. The only concern was is why it was taking so long. But at the end of the day, who cares? Because the one reason, the one reason why I thought maybe it was taking long was just confirmed that he's not in the running. So, so it was actually really interesting. It was actually so for people who don't know, and no one would know. Me and Berkey tried to film or record this episode last night, and something went wrong, and it. But on this exact point, Berkey went on for about what I felt like was about 10 minutes of just being really angry that the Rangers didn't fire. No, okay. And, and, I, and I stopped that this time. I, I stopped that. I I know. I, I saw it. I, I could see that little twinkle in your eye. Uh, <laughs> it's like he, he you're, you're, you're truly mad that they didn't fire him before game seven, I feel like. I feel like that would have been the appropriate timing for you, correct? I, I, think, that's a, I think that's a fair ask. But in fact, I, I, I think he should have been fired in January when his seat was hot, or I'm sorry, it was December. Uh, so speaking about that, actually, uh, I listened to, if you don't already, obviously this is a, uh, you listen here, but listening to Don McGregor's podcast, I believe it's called uh, Game Misconduct. Take a listen to that because he really does talk about like, it's really like kind of another Rangers podcast because he's the voice of the Rangers on the radio. Um, and he, he talks a lot about the Rangers, but he, you know, it's really called game misconduct because he talks about all the teams in the playoffs right now, but he had EJ Raddick on, uh, today. Uh, and last week he was talking about how the Rangers were going after Quenville. And that's kind of what I was anticipating what you were anticipating. Um, and what he brought up was back in December, the Rangers called other teams asking about their coaches, assistant coaches uh, availability. So the Rangers in December asked about trots because they had to ask the Islanders because I guess he was still technically yeah. under contract, right? Yeah. You have to ask uh, the Islanders. Uh, so they asked, they asked about trots and I'm pretty sure they probably asked about uh, Burnett from the devils. Yeah. Um, so the Rangers were already looking at people. 
which would probably also lead to why Gallant was that pissed. Uh, you know, when he spoke to the media the last time we really saw him, um, he was very angry. Uh, and you don't necessarily see coaches that pissed off. And the I think he knew what was coming. Control I have right now for not going on a 30 minute rant. I mean, look, uh, he, I just, he has a right to defend himself. You know what I mean? So I get that. It's just that everyone points to we had 200 point or more 100 point seasons with the Rangers. If you can't do anything in the playoffs, the regular season just does not matter. Also, like, so so what? And, I, and it was just you're going to have an historic season last exactly, year. Exactly. I was just about to say, and it's like there are so many coaches that have ridden the coattails of supreme goaltenders uh, that it's like – it's like, do you put the, the uh, you know, the celebration of what the Buffalo Sabres were able to do on their cup run on Lindy Ruff, or is it Dominic Hashin? You know, it's like, give me a break. I don't think so. And it just, I feel like there's a lot of things like that where people are able to credit a coach for something that is just like, no, that that's Chester. Uh, what did Gallant do to facilitate this? I mean, we've been spotty and lacking on five on five offense for two years now. It's been a thing. His team hasn't changed. There's no improvement. It's clearly lost the room. They're not motivated. What the fuck else do you think is going to happen? Just because you luck into one of the best goalies playing, like it, that's absurd. Yeah, agree. Uh, I think we're all in agreement that he should have been fired. Whether or not the timing of it worked out for all of us doesn't matter. He's. Got well, I think we all agree it should have. It should have uh, been in like December, right? Like I thought we were all on the same page as that. Yeah, honestly, and that was that. I, and you know, it, we, I brought it up right after the trade deadline that they should have done a whole Jacques Lemaire. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, uh, yeah. Even then, even that type late. thing. Yeah. Even that late, I said to myself, "I'm like, you know what? This team is good enough to go and win a cup. It scares me that he is the only." guy that is going to get a chance with this iteration and they shot the bed um it also now it's also you know it's insult injury that this was probably while we'll have many other chances to contend in this window this was probably your best chance no i i I don't i don't take I, i think it's not just the team itself it's 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 their best it's their best chance up to now. I, I think it's it's impossible for us to gauge what no, the there best are worse chance teams is than be. that. There are worse teams than that that have won the cup. I'm not saying this was the only year. There are, they have plenty of years, but given the lineup we had and Boston, the historic team getting knocked out, we could have faced Carolina. I'm not saying it's a cakewalk, but and it's never easy, never an easy run. But out of any scenario, that's the best you're going to get. You know what the thing is, too, is you, you look at – look, Florida won the President's Trophy last year. Best team in Florida Panthers history, right? Yeah, no, no, I, I'm not but saying this, that. But I'm no, but my, my point is, is that they – not only did they get a new head coach, they reshaped the roster, and they shook things up. And I think that – but we don't There's have the a lot ability of people... to do that. The only thing we have the ability to do I'm not, is to change coaches. I no, but I, I get your point. I get. I your understand. Point. And I, but I also don't necessarily think that this team is that far away. Like we're not going to add Makachuk. That's obviously not a possibility. Um, but 
I think you can look at Brendan Hoffman coming up next year. I think, you know, we're going to get to him in a little, a little bit, but might as well get to it now. Uh, Hoffman, Cooley, Sakura are all possibilities next year. Now they may need seasoning. Um, From what I believe, Sakura need... is going to have to go to Hartford. Cooley would be, but Hoffman is a tricky situation because if he needs AHL seasoning, and when we had an, on Drew in March, he mentioned how – and I heard from someone else how he didn't exactly take his time in juniors seriously. Now, obviously, if he's ready for the NHL, he's ready for the NHL. But you, you don't want to rush him. Yeah. And he, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying rush him. I'm just saying these are all these are three potential players to impact the roster at some point next year. Uh, you know, I, I think Cooley is probably the closest, uh, given a full year in Hartford this year, uh, and. Honestly, Cooley is kind of the type of player this team was missing this year. A jam type of player that can skate pretty well, uh, get to tough areas, on a low contract, um, that type of player. Now, I obviously haven't watched him play a lot, so I can't necessarily stamp an approval on that, but those are the kinds of players that I feel like they are going to be going after uh, and what that – is going to look like how they go about it with trades here or there for whoever or with whoever involved, you know, you don't, it's so impossible to gauge. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I think that the Florida Panthers though is a really interesting uh, team to look at and how they, they transformed from last year to this year. And it didn't look pretty all year this year, but look at where they are right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, back to the original point about Berkey saying, you know, you saying that this is like the best scenario that a team can have to make a run. And I, I get why you why you say that, but at the same time, I don't put like the the actual rankings of the teams as they go in the seeds of them and the teams themselves. Sometimes it's like sometimes you'd be better off you could win a series against the best team, and it might be the eighth team that has the matchup. And it's going to play a series that's going to give you the biggest trouble. So it's like, I don't necessarily like on paper. I think this like is one of the easier paths we could have had, but I don't think it actually, uh, I don't think you can actually ever know that because sometimes yeah, it's a team that that's just the right balance and matchup to, to knock you off, you know, but also it's, it's a very yes. good, oh, it's a, sorry, real quick. It's a very good point. As a New York giants fan, I've watched the giants win two Super Bowls, one as a wild card team and the other one as the sixth seed, I believe, yeah. or the fourth seed in the, in the playoffs. So like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, like the it, it's just getting there and having the personnel that has the guts to go the distance is a completely different thing. And having the head coach, I think is obviously a huge piece. Sorry. No. Yeah. It's just, the problem is also is that, while there are solutions, I mean, I, Cooley, I, I guess he's like a fourth, third line guy, but I get what you're saying. He's that type of guy where you want to plug in there and you're set. Um, it's just the problem is there are too many questions. And even though every one of those questions has an, a possible answer, you're counting on so many things working out, right? You're talking about Cooley. You're talking about hopefully Othman could get here sooner rather than later. You're talking about we're able to get a coach that things work out. We're talking about that Lafreniere could take the next step. We're talking about can Miller get back to who he was a season ago, if not better. 
We're, we're, and we're the stars talking, actually performing the playoffs, and, and we're talking about the stars actually performing in the playoffs. It, it's there's so that's the thing. There's so many questions, and while each and every one of them has a possible solution, percentage wise, it just it's not the odds you'd like to have. Now, obviously, we don't have much of a choice, but it's not something that I go in with great great confidence. Okay, I I kind of disagree with that i you're looking at it from not even a glass half empty it's like a glass three quarters empty uh it, it's you got to look at it from this standpoint back in october the boston bruins had, were missing brad marchand they were missing uh i think mcavoy was out for the first bit of the season right McAvoy was uh, out. Th- they, they were missing like three or four huge pieces right yeah early on in the year that team went on to win the most games in the history of the nhl now obviously it's skewed because of the overtime and there's no ties anymore so that that win loss record has an asterisk next to it basically and one of the biggest strokes but, in nhl history exactly but my point is is that with question marks there's an opportunity you know what i mean uh, and there's question marks every year for every team. The defending Stanley Cup champions had question marks all over their roster. No, every this year. team has question. You know marks. what I mean? Like it's, it's just, just there are sometimes a concerning amount. I'm not saying it's all doom or gloom here. I'm just pointing out that there are a lot of questions where I mean I'm not going to count them up or anything, but it's just also the you, you got the thing. With defense, right? You want a puck moving defenseman. You can't drag Adam Fox into the ground anymore. He plays 30 minutes a night, first power play, PK. There's no other defenseman that can move the puck and generate plays offensively. Like there's no one. Miller, if he's at his best. I, I, I don't I don't believe I don't believe that they drove him into the ground. I just think the guy had a fucking shitty series. I don't think there's anything about that. Like he could. I'm not saying this isn't just his, that, like, but yeah, no, I think they do. They, they they over they overplay him though, and it keeps him from being able to be as potent offensively. I mean, have we could. ever seen Adam Fox like that in his three seasons? Now everyone is human, and the thing is, we've been so spoiled to the fact that he's rarely made mistakes. But, but I, I noticed more mistakes this season than I have in any other season for him too. Like for sure, I thought I think it's actually quite comical that this is the year that he's nominated for uh, yeah, a Norris because I, I honestly I don't think do not think no. I don't think he deserves it. I'm sorry. Like, and I, no. that sounds blasphemous. As long like as saying, oh, I agree. I'm good. I mean, no, but I'm serious. Like I would, yeah, I would I like before, before the announcement, I would have thought Carlson, Morrissey, Darlene, uh, and maybe not even McCarr. I'm like, shocked McCarr that Morrissey sure. didn't get in there. Yeah. The amount of hype, that Morrissey had the whole season, I was very, mm-hmm. very shocked that he didn't make it. I'm not saying whether he deserved it or not, but the amount people were having, it's just. Yeah, no, that, that no, was he, he, definitely, he definitely deserved. I think he definitely deserved uh, to be in the consideration. I mean, he put up pretty big numbers this year and led that defense. And you saw how important he was when they when he got hurt, that that team just folded. Right. And I'm not saying Fox had his best season because he, he he not, but you kind of have to understand though that 
he probably has to take much more risks offensively than any other defenseman just because he's the only one that could do it. Right? If you're I on think the ice, it would. Yeah. No, I think that, look, you, you can look at certain teams and there's some teams break the puck out of their own zone with ease. Now, are all six defensemen puck-moving defensemen? No. No, but we only not have one. Not at all. I, I'm not I'm, – no, but my point is, is that there's some teams that are elite at getting the puck out of their zone, and ours is not. And I, I don't know, it's not a matter of having X amount of elite puck movement defensemen. I think it's a matter of having fucking structure. Like, what the f- – there were so many times watching this year where you're, like, watching the game and Keandre or Truba or even Fox and Lindgren would do it all the time as well. Wait where you're, they're, making, they're making passes and it's like, what are you doing – what is your thought process here? Right, but it wasn't How also is just this... those defensemen. It's the problem is that the forwards aren't positioned exactly. where they could accept the pass. And the defensemen yeah, that, are like, where the hell am I supposed exactly. to Exactly. That? And, that's, and, that's, and that's the structure yeah, that right, I'm talking no, no, about. No, no, so I, I, I get think... that. But yeah. I'm not saying the puck movement defenseman is the one and only solution. There are a lot of other things that have to be fixed also, including the structure. But yeah, no, like, it, there were so many times where – the offense were literally in the position to accept the pass, but they're like, their sticks were not on the ice and they were just looking the other way. Like, what are you doing, bud? Oh, yeah. Why are you even there if you're not doing what you're supposed they, to be doing? They didn't look prepared quite often. Their and that's the biggest knock that you could have. That is, the, that is the biggest knock you could have against any head coach in any sport ever. They may not be the fastest team, but it wasn't their speed regarding skating that was the whole problem. Is, was their speed with anticipation, all of that. It wasn't right, just so, skating. All right. No, I, I completely agree with everything oh, no, yeah, no, we're said. So, but with that, enough about talking about everything that was wrong with this past iteration of the Rangers. Solutions. Let's, let's talk about the solutions. Let's talk about the head coaches. So Vince came out with a, a really good uh, – I, I would guess like it's, like it's like a primer list of all the candidates. And by the way, I believe the Rangers could be was looking off. At. Was not yeah. Uh, so Vince McCagliano, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you know who Vince is. Uh, um, I believe the names were I'll, – I'll look at it up right here. Um, Andrew Burnett. Uh, I keep calling him Chuck Knobloch, but it's Chris Knobloch. Yeah. Um, Bruce Boudreau, uh, Peter Laviolette, uh, Quinville, he was on there, but that was before uh, the New York Post released that he's not available or he's not available or he's not going to be pursued by the Rangers. That's at least for as of right now. Um, and uh, I'm probably missing some others in there. All right. There was a USA college coach or college or I'm sorry, USA development program coach, I believe. Okay. Uh, Jay Leach was on there as well. Them. I don't expect yeah. them to go out for a new guy. The only coach that is somewhat new is Chris Nalbach. That's it. I, that's the only coach I believe that isn't a known coach that they'd pick. That, that's basically it. Jury's not going to risk. It's a I, really, yeah. really, it's a really tough decision 
to make and give a first-time head coach the keys to this. They did it two years ago, and I wouldn't say they got burned uh, mm. by David Quinn because they no, they were rebuilding. They were rebuilding. You you can't right. sit but there and I, say that. He, was, he, 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 he wasn't doing what they were feeling like the rebuilding team supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but like my point is that if if like getting burned by a head coach is kind of like uh like the guy I'm not gonna say left like no era. one like no one got better like like Adam Fox won the Norse trophy. You know what I mean? Uh, like he, I'm he like, I, yeah, but that's, there's, yeah, but that's not because of Quinn in any way. I mean he's gonna get uh what's his name in Norse trophy this year? Any no. chance I get, I'm gonna bring no. it up. No, I mean it, he destroyed Capo Caco's development. I'm not gonna say left front Niera 100 percent because it was just one season, but my gosh, like every time you no, mention I, David Quinn to Kako, he just looks at you with like, no, next question. No. Okay, uh, look, fair enough, but also David Quinn wasn't his hire. Right, no, no, that, that, that's fair enough. Um, but that being said, a first-time head coach coming out of college is not going to happen for this time around. They, they just said it, it didn't yeah, work. I agree. Whether or not you, whether whatever, what degree of burning we, we got done, it's they're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, so that eliminates college coaches as much as people want to bang the drum for, you know, uh, the guy in Quinnipiac who just won the national championship or the guy in Denver, who's very good as well. Um, then it goes to like first time head coaches, which would be like Jay Leach, who I believe is in Calgary, um, who's apparently a really good up and comer. Like, I don't, the problem is like, you don't know a lot about these guys. Um, it's not like they have like a, you know, like, it's not like a free agent that you get. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like there's like a free agency like pool that you look at like up and coming head coaches, um, and and Knobloch as well. The thing about but I Knobloch, think if they're going to go, the thing go. about Knobloch is that I don't believe I could be wrong. The thing is, in Hartford, they play to Gallant system, obviously for them to develop in that system, and the adjustment when they get to the NHL is you know, not as hard, but. And I ask people, like, what is Knobloch's system if he's in charge? I don't really think we know. But the one thing I was told is that he seems more of the X's and O's coach that can do that type of stuff. The, the coaching market's garbage to begin with. It's, it's absolutely trash. We are basically... I mean, no, like... No, no, this, this, this is the thing. Because John Cooper wasn't a A-list name. You're right, and now block, there, and there he are, came like now block, and but that's my point. It's like it's like I this is when I when whenever whenever people say like oh this is not like a good draft class or this isn't a good free agency crop or this isn't a good head coaching crop. It's like no, I it's like find the person that fits you and look and in, in hockey like we talked about it last night on the unheard episode, but like coaches are a dime a dozen, like like a two year like look. Larry Bird said it when he was the head coach of the Pacers uh, years ago. He they had like two or three really good years under Larry Larry Bird. I think it was four. He, he coached them for four years, I believe. Um, and then he was the GM as well. He fired himself after four years, even though the team was like in the top end of the East. They went to the playoffs. They I believe they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Knicks quite a bit. But he fired himself. Because he said professional athletes after two to four years stop paying attention to the head coach if they haven't won. 
And I think that actually happens maybe even quicker now. So getting rid of a coach after two years to me isn't really that big of a freaking deal. Uh, so yeah, you know what? If, if this head coaching coach had a pattern. And Berkey, just so you know, Larry Bird was a basketball. Oh player. my gosh, Famous. I know who Larry Bird is. So, he's I know the, the who Larry French Bird is. Lick. He was a trash talker. I'll send you some pictures of him. It's so funny because in my head, I was taking my dog Ravioli on a walk today, and I thought to myself about that quote came into my head, and I'm like, oh, I want to bring that up in the pod tonight when we talk about it. And I'm like, I wonder if Berkey knows who Larry Bird is. I have to explain <laughs> that maybe. You landed on maybe. <laughs> I, I literally said, I'm like, I'm, I really think I have to explain that well, to, to Berkey. Well, right. No, no, I know. What have the DraftKings odds been on that? I, it was, it was, you know, uh, yeah, I think it would have been like a plus 500 maybe. Oh, wow, that high. I, wow. I, Because I, I, all, all, all Berkey ever talks about is he only watches, like, hockey. So, well, like, yeah, would I he know a basketball player from the 80s? I, don't but, I mean, Bird, Bird is like, I mean, he's not Jordan, no. but he's like, he's not he like in, in popular, just, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to say to him, it's not a character from Sesame Street, so that's all I really Is knew. this instead like, of because we don't have a top five today? Is that it? No, no, no. My, the, the replacement of the top five is fucking, it's beautiful. I fucking oh, love shit. it. Yeah, I'm excited to get to that. Um, but getting, getting like this, this head coaching crops, like, you know what I mean? Like who knows, like if we do pull out like Knobloch and he could potentially be a really good get for this team. Also, you, you can go to some of the retreads. I don't necessarily love Peter Laviolette. We'll get you guys opinions on him and Bruce Brojot after that. What I about don't the love Mr. any Gary of those guys. Because clearly great players – that turn into coaches always work out. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see him on the. He wasn't on his list. That's why I didn't like to mention him. Yeah, I know. And, and, um, and, and by the way, whenever there's a Rangers potential job available, he's always like, he will always be on the potential list of candidates. This is. I, um, I, I keep talking here. Someone else go. I, I could just. I could talk right, about you, this. You've been way too quiet. What do you think about Mark Messier? No, don't mind it. I mean, I, I, honestly, I, 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 you know, I agree with Luca to a point too that like we just don't know and you don't know, and it's like I, I actually don't love a lot of coach speculation just because it's so hard to say that somebody could be the guy that looks wrong, that appears wrong for a lot of reasons, and he could be the one that actually is able to reach the room and get it done. Uh, there's a lot of coaches that have knocked on the door but haven't won and then finally get one later on in their career too. Uh, so I, there's not many people that I flat out want to discount except for like real pieces of shit kind of people. Um, it's like it's Joe Torre, sorry. Joe Torre, people ridiculed Joe Torre coming to the Yankees in 1996. And yeah, I wish you wouldn't have said Yankees. I so wanted to know if, 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 if Berkey knew Torre. Yeah, fuck, you're right. I thought about that. Oh, uh, is it, Sorry, time we're gonna mention, is it every time we're going to mention anyone that's not part of the NHL, it's part of the other sports? It's just... I'm curious yeah. now. Yes, I'm very oh, curious. Gosh. The whole Babe Ruth thing really blew things open. And now I yeah. just... It wasn't... Uh, no, it wasn't... I, I didn't realize the nickname. I did not n- not know the player. Of course I did. Um, <laughs> no, but like... To get to, I, you know, but this is kind of, it goes exactly to my point. I'm glad you, you mentioned it because, or I thought of, you said something and it made me think of Joe Torre because yeah. Joe Torre, when he was signed by the Yankees in 96, 
people were like, who the fuck is this guy? And he was the best coach for that Yankees team. And people could say like, oh yeah, they had all these players, blah, blah, blah. And they did, but he was able to corral them and get the best out of them. And that's what the fucking coach is supposed to do. Um, and you don't know, we don't know that it's such a hard thing to do. And that's why, um, well, that's why I picked Nabok Cause he's out of all the coaches that we don't know a lot about. He's that one that could potentially, he's the be... one that jury picked jury hired him. I wasn't did, jury, the we... GM of, of Hartford. Yeah, no, but we don't, I don't even think anyone even realize, knows what his system is because every time He's playing Galan's system. What, what what would be his system? And obviously, if anyone manages to be successful in Hartford, they should get a bit of consideration. I mean, that's that's a pretty solid accomplishment because considering what well, the, 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 it's aside from that, like the the, the the team down there suck forever. So that has nothing to do with like the talent that they've been getting is hasn't been very good. Um, but I, I agree, like they didn't really put in, like an emphasis on making that a feeder system for the NHL. Um, and that also has to do with jury being down there in uh, the past few years and them doing the freaking the rebuild and getting to this point. So now like there actually is good young players down there kind of back backlogged and jammed. They can't get up. Um, so the team should be freaking good, but right now, you know, uh, which by the way, they're set their second round, uh, playoff starts on Thursday. Uh, they they beat the Providence Bruins this past week, so they're still going. Hoffman also had a great game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Force game seven. Those are the players you need to have the killer instinct. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got here? Are we forgetting any coaches? I feel like we're definitely forgetting a coach. Um. So we 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 actually never mentioned this guy, and I think it's it's worth noting. Because I do feel like he's going to be a prime candidate, and you two are not going to like it, Mike Babcock. No, no. I'm just saying. I I, I do feel like we're going to end up having 50 about, hits that night, but the score is going to be three to one, or like four to one. But we won because we had more hits. Is that Mike Babcock? He was kind of the old school type coach. I I don't know. I I I never really watched. And also, besides His the problem that we we were speaking on, obviously the podcast that will never, for some reason, well, obviously, will never see the light of day because it is gone. Yeah, with his problems in the locker room, you really want him with you know Panarin and all those players that that literally, yeah, that seems like putting gasoline on the fire. You need someone and that you know what you're not wrong. But let's look at 1993 and how the Rangers fired. I forget. I don't know who the coach was. I forget his name. They fire him. They bring in Keenan for 93-94. Well, they won in spite of Keenan. He, he, what do you, who do you, no, no, no. I, 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 you're, no, I, I don't like, look, people didn't like him, but like, and the guy was an asshole. Like, I, I understand it, but my point is, is like, you you can't say they, like, they won and they, they would have won without him. Like, I, it's so hard to go into like that freaking Avengers Endgame fucking go back in time shit. It just like, seemed that if let's say there's stars that are doing well, but you see every other decision the coach is making, he's also doing the accurate things. Then it's fair to 
I think that, okay, maybe it's not just the players. It's also him with the system. But when there are things that he's doing wrong besides that, it might reflect on the What's the word? Look, I get that Keenan was a lunatic. I get it. Like, the guy was a psychopath. Uh, there's a reason why he's not allowed in the NHL and he's coaching in fucking Russia right now. Okay? Like, there's a reason. It's also a very, it's also a very um, different game, you know, too. It is. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm talking more of, like, in the sense of, like, because I feel like How about Patrick this Waugh? team is somewhere in – Patrick Waugh. How about him? Uh, he's a name I've seen on the internet as well. I, and I don't necessarily know anything about him uh, other than the fact that he – loves to get into fights um but the thing that like i'm taught i'm kind of like this team doesn't need a friend they need a coach uh and say what you want about mike babcock the guy's a pretty damn good coach now how good is he is he the right coach for the team i don't freaking know but there's a reason why i'm not the GM, and that's chris shuri so he's an, he's an option and i think that people should I, I have a feeling, and I'm not basing this off any sources, I have a feeling that he is going to be a very viable option and they're going to take him in for an interview. Uh, and I think that's, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a really, I don't know. I, I, I got to think, think more listen, on him. It's not even it's not even uh, his coaching or, uh, the, you know, the abusive mind games and shit that he, that he played. I just... Him, when he got brought on as a commentator uh, for a minute there, every time he talked, I mean, maybe he's just a bad presenter. Maybe he's just a bad TV analyst. But a lot of times I was like, I don't agree that that's what I just watched happen in this period. Like, I never found him very enlightening or or even to the point of sometimes I was like, that's not what happened. So I, I don't necessarily trust his view or, or uh, you know, just overall philosophy of the game just based off of that alone. Now, maybe that's not the best appraisal, but... That in addition to like that a fucking like weird abusive and weird mind game shit that he played him like I just feel like that's ultimately toxic and I just don't want it anywhere near. After that, like after that, uh, I really don't care all that much. And I mean, I care. I do care. I care immensely. I don't really have that strong of an opinion just because I feel like almost anyone could be the right one to come in. Like Bruce Boudreaux could be the one to come in here. I mean, he's one of the winningest coaches. But he's, of all. he is a player's coach. But but the, but the thing is, like, there's different versions of players coach, too. Like, you don't necessarily have to be a hard ass. And you don't. And, and when people say, like, players coach, I'm like, is Gallant even a players coach because he lets them do their thing? Is that the same thing as being buddy buddy? It's like, couldn't you also be like, have good relationships with your players? But no, no, you need a middle ground. Like, I don't want to go to the extreme here. Like, when I say we need an X's and O's coach, I don't need someone that also literally acts like they hate their own players' guts. I'm just right. saying. I'm not like, saying Boudreaux is the right guy either. No, no, saying, no. Like, no, no. I, I'm, I'm it, just saying like there's a there's potential a lot of fits. And the thing is like we just we're not like we're not in the interview process. You know, we're not with Drew. We can't go in there and be like, oh hey, uh, uh, let's ask him what his system ideas are. What do we? How, how what, does he have any opinion on how to use the talent that we have or are likely to have? How is he going to use that? Um, to his benefit, you know, because I mean that's part of the problem I, I found with Glenn was when he was like, well, everyone kind of has the same system, and it's like okay, well, you obviously have to tailor your system somewhat to the kind of players that you have, but it didn't sound like that's what he does. It was like, no, this is what I do, and I get my players to do this because this is the game I with want to North, see. North, South, play. playing with East, And it's West like that doesn't, that doesn't always work. Sometimes it's like, 
sometimes it's like it's great to have ideas it's great to have this is what i like to see happen this is what i think works well but sometimes you also have to go like if you're blessed with a super fast but not super big team you can't be like oh we're just going to be super physical and dump it in and get it on the four check and that's what we're going to do it's like well maybe maybe that's not what you can do you know like you have to tailor it to what you got to you got out coach yeah well that's i'm not even talking about just the land at this point like I no just no, no I get but the problem is, is that with every nhl coach there will always be that one glaring negative that drives everyone nuts. It is. I'm not saying that in regards to nobody's perfect. There will be one thing that will drive everyone crazy. And that's how it is. It's just a matter of which one is least worst, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It does. Are we, Tom? I'm, I've been waiting for Lucas' question this whole time. Are I'm you guys not... ready? Well, whoa, yeah. whoa. I, I, thought, I thought we were doing, if you guys don't, oh. I thought we were doing for five minutes the Q&A. What Q&A? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, since we did it last night, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we have to the questions. Um, I'm not going to do, uh, and I apologize, listeners, there are a few, or rather a lot of questions. A lot of them are very are very redundant and like the same coach questions. Right, because the, the coaching is the hot topic here. And there are questions about Messi, all that, which we kind of answered. Um, also, I want to say one thing about Messier. If he wanted to be a head coach, he should have went and been an assistant coach or a head coach somewhere else. He had the opportunity to do it. You don't jump. You don't jump in as a first-time head coach with a team that's ready to win a championship or compete for a championship. That's that. Yeah. All right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start with the one coaching questions to get uh, to get those out of the way. But anyway, we'll ask what's your head coaching list or. What's your, yeah. Uh, all right. So we did uh, last night when we did it, I did my like top four and I'll do my top four again. Uh, I'll do Knobloch, Jay Leach, uh, Babcock, and uh, who was the fourth one I did last night? Um, you said Babcock. I'll, right? I'll hold yeah. it off for a, a wild card that like Spencer Canterbury or whatever his name is. Like, I'm interested in people who have won at other levels, but may not be the biggest names. Um, I'll leave it at that. I, Mike Sullivan will be a dream. That's not happening. So get that out. Get that off your list. I can't believe he was on Vince's list at all. Brett, what do you got? Uh, well, you just told me I wasn't allowed to have him. So I don't know what to do now. Um, if we're doing four, <laughs> if, if we're, if we're doing four, uh, no, screw it. I'm gonna take it. I think it's still. You, you never know. You really never know. Um, so yeah, I, I'll take. I'll take Sullivan. I'll take Boudreaux actually. I'll take Knobloch too, and then I'll take uh, uh, Burnett. Oh, Burnett. That's that was the one I forgot about. I'm sorry. I, I can't believe I forgot about him. Look, if if Sullivan's available, like I, there's not even a shadow of a doubt. Oh, if, if Sullivan's available, just, whatever we just said for the past forty minutes, it does not matter nothing. anymore. It means nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only we, promise. I, he, I am willing to chip in signed, for his for his ticket on this fight. I I will gladly. He signed an extension last summer that hasn't even kicked in yet. Oh, you, you know what? I I am mentioning something because we are going to go the whole episode without this, and I feel like it is a crime to not mention it. But how about Tyler Mott maybe getting an extension here? Mm. Talking about us, uh, you know. Good. You know what? 
Aside, all the jokes hey, hey, aside, hey, he was our best. For- he was our best player in Game Seven. <laughs> I know. All all joking aside, though, like yeah, no, he's great. It's always nice. No, 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 no. We're all we're you're, we're like kind of half joking, no, and like but like serious. But really cool to see like a fourth line player possibly get like a long term deal or like a semi long term deal, which would just be nice. Um, if it is more, if it is a long term, I the reason why. Besides, I'd like him obviously. to get like I'm, when I say long term for like a fourth liner, I'm talking like three to four years. Okay, I know. I thought you were talking about so even Neto, but I, I that I get. With me, if it's not the stars or it's not like the borderline role players, but they have more of that important role, you, you don't get them long term extensions. Like I mean, Goodrow is the example there. But with Mod, it's not just that you have him now. Is that okay? Now it's easier to trade Goodrow because Goodrow does his job. It's just the problem is that it's not worth three point six million, and we have no choice. We have people can rip Goudreau in that contract all, all they want, but he was the fucking best player in the entire series, like beginning. To no, but aside, but from, I, aside, aside from Shesterkin, I get it. Well, but like, um, that, game one was the greatest game I ever see Goudreau in a Ranger sweater, hands down. I, he, am, I, I, I am. I'm not again. I'm not. I do not want to blame him for games. Four, five, and seven. When none of the teams showed up, I'm not expecting a fourth liner to produce. I'm not saying that, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is either game two or game three where he was bad. But he made. He, oh, look! I mean, like everyone played bad. I'm just saying, like I just, I, we're getting derailed here a little bit. No, no, question. we're getting derailed. But, yeah. but like the point is that it's not that he's not doing his job. It's just because of the Rangers' cap problems. Yeah, he's a luxury we can't afford anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's basically it. And I, I mean, even if you're that good, you can't be making three point six million on as a fourth fourth center. You, you, you can't. You can't. You can if the rest of the team is is not making much money, but they are. So cap wise, we're fucked. So we got to get rid of them. So it's that. Yep, yeah, that's basically it. So yeah, no, that Tyler Mott, not only for him, it's a. But I, I, I don't know. Whatever. I, I'm getting sidetracked here. But honestly, if it was anything more than one point five, as much as I really want him, I, I wouldn't sign him just because. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, see, I don't know if these are worried as questions, but anyway, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing anyone's names. Um, not my greatest skill, but Stefanina, are the rumors that Olaf and Kako could be cap casualties? Um, no, I don't. I, I think Goudreau kind of solves everything. And I believe I also- there's... Also, I agree. Um, I believe there's also a version of this where you actually could keep Goudreau and sign them, but regardless, I, I think they're going to trade Goudreau. I think if anyone's a cap casualty that's a kid, it's Heedle. And I know he, he just signed a contract. Him. I understand, but he it that makes him even more tradable because he's signed, and his contract is very, very good. Now, I, I'm not look. I'm not saying I want him to go, but if like you're gonna trade one of the young kids for a cap casualty reason, you trade the guy who has a four million dollar hit, and you he's a center that can't win faceoffs. As much as I love Heedle, he can't win fucking faceoffs. Okay, and I'm not saying I want to trade him. I'm just throwing it out there. He's a 24 year old center who just scored 20 goals. He, you would probably get the most back for him. Like Lafreniere, you're not getting shit for him. But, but here's the thing, right? Like 
Hajito is a bit different, but when people were saying about trading Lafreniere, and I, I, I do not agree with that whatsoever, but even if you would, you're not getting picks. You're contending right now. You're not getting picks right now, and you're not getting non-NHL-ready players. So the players you're getting back, odds are their cap's going to be more than Lafreniere's, and you're not going to be able to afford that anyway. It's just yeah. So cap wise, it, it doesn't make sense to trade away your lowest salaried players for a cap casualty. That's not what he cap casualty means. He may have had a terrible series, and he may not be the first round pick, and he's very disappointing right now. And question of how much is to blame for him and the organization. But besides that, he did still top forty points, and he's going to be making, I'd say two point nine. I I'm just comparing it to Capocacos. Right, Capo had 18 points, I believe, that season, and he made 2.1. But I think it hurts with Lafreniere's power, um, not power play, uh, the playoff production. I don't know. I, I think 2.9 is not that crazy of a deal. Also, it, it's kind of what's screwing with me is is that how Hedl with arbitration rights got less, and I was just screwing me with my me evaluating with Miller and Lafreniere's extensions because they don't have arbitration rights. It's just the, the, the entire idea of cap casualties makes no sense. Cap casualties are people who have a big contract and are set to have a big contract. Neither of these guys are going to make a lot of money in this next contract. So it just doesn't make sense. If there are cap casualties on this team, it's going to be other players who actually make more than $3 million a year. So that's my answer to that. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I think that's pretty much it for that question. Anyway. Um, boy, I did not organized as well. You had two nights to do it. <laughs> I, I must have also last night, if I recall. Um, Capococco enthusiast, I, I'm going to word his question wrong, and I literally cannot focus on the screen for more than two seconds right now. But basically, he's asking regarding um, the veterans, right? Can we move them and all that? I believe that's what he's asking. They all have no movement clauses. Um, they gave the Rangers gave them out like Halloween can. That's basically it. Like that's the thing. Like people are saying, I, I don't want to go back to Galan here, but people are saying that it wasn't hundred percent Galan's fault. There was fault of the player. So why are you getting rid of him? That that's not the point. One, regardless, you can never have Galan back for next season. Two, they they have new movement clauses. So you you give yourself the best chance possible. You get a new coach. And you hope with the new coach, a new structure helps the players. That's it. Like the saying of what? Like you can't fire 200 players. Like, you know? Yeah. No, I look, I mean, when one player has a bad series, fine. When two or three have a bad, play, or a bad series, fine. When, I don't know, 90% of your offensive players or even your defense players don't show up, that's on the coach. Okay. It's plain and simple for me in any sport. That's what it is. Um, you're not able to move Panarin. Also, his, he only has three more years on his contract, right? Uh, you're not able to move Panarin. You're not able to move Truba or Kreider this offseason. Next offseason, you will be able to. So maybe next offseason is a different conversation. Um, but yeah, I, I think that not none of them are moving anytime soon. So you're gonna have to look for other players like I like I said, Heedle or Goudreau. Man, man, next year becomes so like 
honestly, I, I low-key feel like unless everyone really steps up both veterans and kids next year, next year is going to be kind of a lost year. But the year after, with cap going up and the cap that we can move off our books, and not only that, but Kreider and Truba, I feel like moving them off this team makes it really interesting. And people have varying degrees of opinions on them. Most people really like most people generally like Kreider more than I do, to be perfectly honest. And I, and I do like. I him. feel the he's, same way. He's an he's an interesting guy. Like personally, I, I I like him, and his game at times can be amazing. But my God. It's he is he's he's like half ghost and just sometimes he disappears and also sometimes I just see he does not fight very hard he does not check very hard he can be a very lazy player and that's why when people are like well he's he should be the leader he should get the C I was like he's I'd like a captain that leads by example and and Truba for all of his faults I'm like he at least appears engaged in the game at all times sometimes he doesn't know what the fuck to do and he makes terrible mistakes but i never see him being like disengaged with the game either like so i understand yeah. him getting to see with that but all the same his money off the books i think we can upgrade on him in a number of ways and basically every way except for hitting maybe um and Kreider opens up our opportunities for some other of our younger wingers and also you add that up and a cap going up Boy, next season's offseason gives us a lot of options to make this really interesting. But, I mean, I, when I really think about what this team is go- is able to do and can do, it's like it's run it's run it back with a worse thing and hope that it gets better. Um, That's why I left Renier. The, the, the window's only open as long as it, it, the window is dependent on the kids. That's basically it. And we well, and, I mean, it is, yeah. And I mean, them and, you know, the, the veterans that we do think it can rely on. I think Rangers fans have kind of gotten used to not thinking of, like, necessarily Truba as, a, like, a veteran we can rely on to, like, win us games. At least I definitely don't think of him that way. Um, but, you know, like, can Mika do it? <laughs> he should be able to. You know, Trocek, for better or worse, we're saddled with him for a while, too. Like, can he actually step up and do it? You know, it's like those. Yeah, that that's the biggest question. And you know, maybe I guess the whole hope is better coach, better system, more buy-in. Changes. The biggest the question is how much of it was the coach and how much of it was the players. I, yeah. I think that's. Well, we'll, we'll find I, out. I'll, I'll say this: I think I think these players are good enough to at least continue to keep playing right now, and. Yeah. And, and I think that a lot of people can agree with that. We saw it last year. Look, this team got lucky in last year's playoff. Okay, let's call it what it is. Like, if Crosby doesn't get hurt, if their goalies aren't hurt in the first round, the Rangers don't make it out of that first round. Am I right? Yeah. Most likely not. Uh, right. So it's 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 interesting because everyone wants to talk about like the, you know, Though going you to the East Conference like, Finals. You saw how they play when they're together and when they're with that confidence versus the series of uh, Carolina. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a very streaky or it was, and even this year and even all of last season, like it's just, and I think that's the stuff that we can look for improvement upon. Right. It can't be all click, players have the problem where they spaz out half the time. You're going to tell yeah. me two or three fine. Then like, I guess that's just that player's quality. But if you're telling me all 20 or 21, like, you know, 
clearly something else is going on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there's a certain point where uh, when you're getting shit pumped on five on five that much, you know, something else is going on. So I think uh, I think we can move on from that one. Did we answer yeah. that question? I think no. pretty thoroughly. Pretty much. All right, Pakataco uh, asked, if you're Chris Drury and you're looking at the cap and your options, uh, you feel you can't finesse a winning roster for next year with UFAs. Who do you bring up from our prospect pool who may not read? Basically, since we may not be able to get UFAs this year, like the on players, who's the prospects that we might bring up that aren't ready? I think it's Offman. I, I mean, the only ones that... Uh, yeah, I mean, sorry, go. Offman, no, yeah, no, I Jones. It's uh, yeah, Austin Cooley, Jones, Sakura, and Robertson are the only ones that like you would think of right now. No, yeah. but it was like who who the question was is like who do you think's not ready and they're gonna rush? That's what I believe he was trying to say. Oh, often. Uh yeah, probably. Uh, but I, I would see them honestly putting Cooley up there first. Yeah. But I'm not sure. That Cooley's not ready to do third, fourth line sort of thing. Yeah, I. It's not I just that. I kind of do feel like he's ready. It's not just that. It's that they have to fill in roster spots and the cap's so bad that they might well, have I to. I know, but the question of like who are they going to rush is not ready. I'm like, I, I, I don't think that Cooley, I, I think he might be ready for, for like, a, you know, low minutes role or whatever with the kind of way that he plays. I, it, so the question of who do you think they're going to rush out of need? It's like, I can imagine them rushing off because they're like, man, I'd like to have some spark. Like, let's get a shooter out here. Guy that plays really hard is going to want to yeah, earn it. It's, it's very tempting. You have this. They could, they could talk themselves into that one. Really, It is easy. very, very tempting when you have like that yeah. quality of a prospect with that potential and it's like, well, maybe he doesn't have to deal with that seasoning in Hartford and he could just come up and deal with it. I, it's, they may not have a choice, but it's just like, have we not learned our lesson with developing players? Like, can we, can we, can we please once just give them the best chance possible? But the um, league already let already didn't let us give them the best chance possible by oh yeah I know because AHL last year but yeah yeah ridiculous uh, agreement yeah. yeah I mean yeah. that's why I think that's the answer to that question at least in my opinion yep yeah no if someone told me hey bud um, you're gonna have to waste a year of your life somewhere where you're not gonna be able to be really productive at all uh, because of a stupid agreement sorry I hate to break it to you come back next year I'd be pissed. I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't give a full effort that year in juniors. So yeah, it's not surprising I, to me that you've heard rumors that that he's not given a full effort. I'm like, yeah, I kind of don't fucking blame him because I would do exactly. No, like that. I can't blame the the thing was people were that people within the organization are upset because they do look to other players that were in his position that did not do that. Um, and I get it, there's some form of professionalism there, but man, right. that is a lot. That is a lot to ask. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, like. Let's see what he does, you know. Right, like if he comes in and has... He doesn't seem like a lazy kind of player to me. No, I know, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he's going to carry that attitude forward. I, I don't mind if, if he got to be a little bit of a prima donna when he ha- was forced to play. Who, yeah, who who in, in his position wouldn't have done that? Exactly. That's why I, 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 I people in the organization be upset, but you know what? If he comes in the AHL, he works hard, and he does well. Like, no one's going to give a shit about what he did. Question the for the organization. I don't remember if it was the Rangers or I don't, for the organization, I don't remember if it was the Rangers or the team he's playing with, just for the record. I don't, I don't remember which one it was. 
and, and Drew, yeah. Drew, Drew is the one of the people who may not mention it to me, but was on the pod and flat out said it. Um, yeah. And the one thing they said was, is, well, there were a lot of players in your position that did take it well and did give it their all. Um, but whatever, I, I don't look at that thing and say, oh, he, he's not going to take this. I, I don't look at it that way just because of the circumstances. It's a ridiculous agreement in the first place. Um, all right. Next question here, Amber. What's the biggest change other than coaching do the Rangers need to make in the offseason? Do they buy someone out? Do they work on some cap space they have with the leftover UFAs uh, or the leaving they, UFAs? They need to do two things with the roster. They need to do two things with the roster and how that transpires. I don't know. And when I say this, like everyone calm down. I'm not, it's not the way you think I'm saying it. They need to get faster and tougher. Uh, and I'm not saying like Ryan Reeves tougher. That's not the kind of tough that I'm talking about. I'm talking about skating into dirty areas. The sandpaper and, and, player like Trocek or not Trocek. I'm sorry, Tarasenko. Like those type of not not that player, but like. Yeah, but yeah, like and like it's 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 you're not gonna get like it's you know you need to get more of a playoff minded roster i think and i think that obviously like look i don't blame jury because i probably would have done the same fucking thing i feel like that capital could have been used better in retrospect uh on, like barbershop on, yeah on on something more like that's like that's a, that's actually the exact player he's that yeah same. Actually, and he's obviously been, like he's been terrific in these playoffs i he's vegas yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, look, I mean, like players like that, like that you don't always hear of. I think those are the players that I, and it's tough because like that's why, like I'm saying, like Cooley, I think, is is someone to really look for next year. Um, right. It may not necessarily... be the star, but that's not all you need. You need those. Types no, of players I'm, that, I'm just talking about like, like, player. like getting getting the roster tougher and, and faster because the, the league is not slowing down. So you, you got to continue to be fast uh, and you got to. In my opinion, this team was not nearly tough enough, whether it came to physically or mentally, in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah. No, like that, that's the thing. Like if it was just speed wise and in anticipation and everything else, I'd be way more concerned. But the fact that it wasn't just skating, it was anticipation, everything they were just slow at. They were at like 20 seconds late. And there, there was just sometimes like, what in the world? Like, there are problems when you have, obviously, this is the NHL, right? The hardest hockey league in the world. There are some problems you're going to have that are like, okay, it's the NHL. But then there are some stuff that are so simple. You're like, what in the world are you doing? Yeah, that that That's when it's not concerning the players are bad. That's concerning that there's something wrong with this. Anyway, I'm not going on another Glenn rant, and he's gone. So you kind know of seems like you are though. I I I was going yeah. on a rant. You 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 were going down that rabbit hole, and I, I was. I, like, was, that wasn't I the was. I was. But I, I I stopped it. I stopped it. I you could have easily gone for another thirty minutes. So, um, Brett, what's your what's your answer? What was the original question? I actually have forgotten it at this point. I'll I'll ask it because I feel wait, like wait, I we didn't even answer the it question. Was, <laughs> no, you didn't. That's why I know what the hell you were talking about. Um, it was uh, what does the aside from head coaching, what does the like what does jury need to do to make the roster better i believe it's a question oh Basically, yeah it was, it was all around it was regarding ufas that are possibly leaving um 
and other moves that he can do. Yeah, so what he needs to do is he needs to do what I suspect the Penguins organization did for a number of years, which is like, hey, uh, so we need to keep our cap in a certain place, but like you're going to make more money. So we'll just like give you a little side deal. We won't talk about it sort of thing. Uh, and that way we can make this roster work and go for more Stanley Cups. What do you say? And they go like, all right, thank you very much. And they're like, thank you very much. Uh, I said, I said, so someone good in New York City, I said, someone in New York City should give Tarasenko a solid, like, you know, one of those solid side deals. Um, and just, just take like an NIL. A, I don't remember what I typed in that thing. That, that tweet is probably weeks ago. But yeah, no, do that. And then, I don't know, like three years, two million, maybe. Why not? You know? And heck, yeah. you know what? You know what? On top of that, let's put them on LTIR until playoffs. How about that? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to roster construction questions, like we don't really have that much we can do to answer the actual question. You know, it's like we 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 bring up kids to fill the gaps. Uh, we try and get away with paying, you know, Miller and Kako as little as we possibly are, Miller and Lafreniere as little as we possibly fucking can, and pray that it all fucking comes together and get rid of Goodrow. That's that that's it. Like there isn't anything else to really do to make this team any better. Like it's really, really hemmed in. If we wouldn't have signed Trocheck, it would this would have been a lot easier to finagle and like have some room to be like, hmm, what might we get for another winger or something? But like, questions yeah. for now. Or that, that's why the, the coaching decision, I know in every every time you're choosing a coach, it's a huge decision, but now more than ever, this is Yeah, for a change, yes. This, this is your big time. move of the offseason. Yep, for sure. Yeah. I mean, for my Puckpedia skills, um I'm not not, not really that, but I, I think they could get Miller for four point five at a two year bridge deal. I got to make sure I, I, he's an RFA, I believe, at the end of that, because if he's a UFA, no chance. But yeah, no, no, he's an RFA. But bridge deal, say, hey, we can't afford you because um, we're terrible at salary cap management, but you perform these two years, we'll give you the bag in two years. And, and I, I don't want to go on a whole round. I, I would say 4.5, I don't think, is, is, is going cheap on his value right now. He had a pretty shitty end to the year. That's all I'm going to say. He did have he a didn't pretty, have that great of a year to, in general for most he, for the most part. See, I want to say his agent would argue, but then I have to stop myself because there's no arbitration rights. All it comes down to is what number can – how low of a number can you go to until the agent would get – Well, that's what I mean. Like, like 4.5 for two years is like, hey, we're going to give you your full maximum value right now, but only for two years – so he can pay you even more, hopefully in two years. Like that, I, to me, that's not like a, a a savvy move or a discount. That's like, that's like, hey, how can we spend the most money we possibly can to keep a player that has absolutely no ability to go anywhere else? I mean, that's. I'm no, I was though thinking goodwill. I was a lot of money for goodwill and good faith. I was though thinking that since this league is more of a regarding how much people make is points, points, points than nothing else. Yeah. Is that because he did have 40 points or a bit more than 40 points. So that's why I I, I, I understand if they literally announce 
4 million. I uh, would not be shocked, but it's just, it's weird. And, and, and feel that Heedle thing is throwing me off because he had arbitration and I expected more and he had more leverage because of that. And yet he still got less. Yeah. That's why I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I really don't know. I've never been very good at like predicting numbers for what somebody's contract is going to be like before the Heedle deal. And, and before Miller's, you know, whole thing at the end of the season, I thought he'd be making $4.75 million. I think yeah. that was fair. Is I, any, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that. I didn't think Heedle was going to make five million dollars. No, Miller. No, no, Miller. At one point, I did it, before February happened, and right, March that's what I'm saying. Before April February happened. happened, what did you think at that time? Miller was oh, going to be at, worth at one at one point. He was technically on pace for like forty goals this season. So like there was like wait, a, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We are talking about two different players here. I, I'm talking about Miller. I'm oh, assuming you're Heedle. talking about Heedle. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, no, I was referring to Miller in when he had that whole run in January. And at that point, once Truba, his partner, actually was more functional and now his injuries seem to be going away, that pair started playing more functional and Miller got back to his game. And then after that, obviously, it fell apart. But at that point, it did seem that it could be a contract in $4.75 million. Now, at that time... It could have maybe been 4.2, 5.2, but like it doesn't matter it, because he had no arbitration rights. Um, but yeah, no, that Hito contract, uh, yeah, it is throwing me off because a lot for Nier, honestly, it's uh, for me, it's like 2.9, 2.7. It's just that I think his playoffs ha has a bad taste in everyone's mouths. And I think that's the thing that's. Why should he get more money than Kako? Uh, because when Kapokako got that extension, he put up 18 points that season. He got 2.1. It, it, it's just that Lafreniere had 40 points. Right, so... I, I, I mean, I, if, I, he he shouldn't be getting more than 2.5, if, if anything. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's done shit. I agree. Wait, wait. Has he? Hold on, hold on. I, I, mixing, I think, I, I think 2.9... I'm mixing up Kapokako. 2.9 is high. I, and I'm assuming everyone that's listening is screaming their heads off right now, so... Hold on, let me make sure. Okay, he had 39 points. Uh, and... Yeah, he had 18 points last season. Um, although it was in 43 games because he... Oh, he, he missed half the season. Oh, you, you screw that. I, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I, I didn't... I totally forgot he only played 43 games last season. Yeah, no. Um, I was comparing Lafreniere's contract to Capococco's. Um, yeah, that, that, that was a pretty solid mistake. So, got 2.9. Yeah. That's probably... I don't know. Without the playoffs, I'd say like it's it's it's, it's it's close. It's close to Lafreniere and Kako should be very close, if not yeah. identical. I, I, well, I think we'll just that's yeah, that's, that's the way I always perceived it. Yep, and then based on what Tyler Mott said, how he had a good conversation with Drury, well, uh, a split thing, but if you take out Goodrow and then you bring in Mott, you I don't remember it's not just having enough cap to get an extra player this year, it's having extra cap space to accumulate for the trade deadline. But um, yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. So I really think we like uh I, I like how we get asked a question and then it just turns into like three rants that like may or may not tie into, but not necessarily answer the question either. Yeah. I don't even know what the fucking question was at this point, but we're back. It's we're still on. Honestly, still I'm going to be honest with you. I do not remember questions. the question. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to look at the question. Oh, no, what was the question? here? It was the roster construction question. Okay. So, you know, no, no, no. We, we answer that. We answer that. We're still, yeah, we're still on that one. We're though. still answering that, but at least we're, we're still. still honestly, holy exactly. shit, are we dragging ass? Yeah, Jeez. No, we're, yeah. We're, it's... yeah. Next question. Next question. Is there any well, more? Brad, you, you had an eight-hour drive. Um, all right, all right, hold on. I, I'm trying to sort it out here because it's a lot of coaching questions, which either we have answered or literally identical. Well, we did um, a lot. We did a lot from the mailbag already. I feel like I think we got the mailbag. I, I want to get to Lucas' question. Let's get to Lucas' question. The co- even the coaches absolutely not list we did. That was a question. We we even did that. Yeah, we already we already co- yeah we, we we we've covered. So yeah, we, we nailed we, it. Hit us. What what do you got? What do you got for us? All right. So this is a segment that we're gonna that I'm gonna bring up, you know, periodically here. It's a I'm gonna give you two players. Maybe it'll be three or four players sometimes, but tonight I'm giving you two players. They both play the same position, roughly in the same era. This is hockey. I'm right? gonna blind. I'm going to give you, they're both hockey players. I'm going to give you both of them. I'm going to give you both of their like blind resumes. And I want both of you to tell me if they are a Hall of Famer. I don't want you to guess who the player is. So don't like go into that headspace because that kind of ruins it. Uh, I want you to just guess or just say, no, 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 I know. I want you to say who. If they're a Hall of Famer or not. Okay. So, player A. All right. I'm going to give you, he's played in 642 career NHL games. Uh, they're both goalies. Okay. Um, he's won 360 games, lost 207. Not important. I'm not going to go into all of the crazy. Oh, like, wait a minute. Am I supposed to be writing this down? No, you don't. I'm just, I, I am just, bro- exactly. just, just, oh, yeah, I probably should. I mean, just, all right. <laughs> So to just, think I yeah, could actually remember more than two numbers. Yeah. So 360 wins, a career goals against average of 261, save percentage career 915. Um, this player has won two, 2.61. Okay. All right. This Any player has won two. I'm, right. I was just going to. Okay, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. This player has won two Vezinas. And I'm not counting all star games because all star games have gotten weird at this point with uh, the amount. Like, it's like you, you go to one all star game because, like, one player from the team goes to an all star game. So I'm not even going to bring that up now. It's just weird. All right. Um, that's the regular season stuff from one player. Next player. Two Vezinas. He's won. I'm sorry, any cups? No, no, no cups. Okay. Next player, 361 wins. Uh, a uh, He started 712 games, 361 wins. Uh, career goals against average of 251, save percentage 917. He's won one Vesna. Uh, he's won a Jennings, a Masterton, and a Hart Award. No cups. 
No Stanley, no Stanley Cup. All right. Okay, so he played 361 games. No wins. He's won 100. No, no, won 361. Okay, how many games has he played? 712. And then losses? Oh, well, you know, I could do that. And, I mean, math. you don't have to do the math of the losses. It's like, I'm just go, goalies and the wins. The only reason why I say the wins. No, I, 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 I take wins. You know, there's only X amount of goalies who have ever won 400. X amount who have ever won five. So, yeah. Um, and the first goalie had how many blind wins resumes. What was that? How many wins did the first goalie have? 360, right? 360. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. And how many, how many games did he play? He played in 642. Okay. All right. Um, their postseason stats are a little skewed because one was on a little bit better of a team, um, and he's played in more games uh, in the postseason, that is. Uh, but neither of them have really had uh, – one of them has played in 92 postseason games. Which one of them? Uh, player B. Player B in 92? Okay. Player B has played in 92. Uh, he's won 43 games, lost 45. Save percentage is 919. Goals against average is 239 in the postseason. Two, three, nine. Wait, there's a third one. Yeah. Um, no, this, this is this is this is counts. the postseason for player B. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Sorry. 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 I. I I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm. I'm still. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm wondering if I'm supposed to pretend like I don't know who player B is yet or not. Yeah. No. It's. It's hard not to. Yeah. Um. And so player A has played. I don't 59. know who player A is though. No, I know. That's the funny part. So player player uh, A, he's played in 59 career postseason games. He's won 23, lost 30. Uh, playoff goals against average is 313, and his save percentage is 902. I'm sorry, how much? 313. Wait, was, that the goal? was that the goals? That was goals against. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you said save percentage. That's, that's 313 is not, like, like, is not sorry, his save what? percentage. Okay, okay. Um, Wait, I'm sorry, what was the save percentage? Uh, 902. Okay. All right. So, wait. Can at least give us it, the. I don't want. I don't want to give it away. Can at least say that one more time. If this is like an '80s goalie, unless it's. Um, no, no, I figured it out. I know this. I know they both. Yeah, are. I was gonna say. It's, there, there's <laughs> the like, problem is, is the problem is my handwriting has just failed no, me. So, I can barely read. So what this I just, is this is my question. Besides, I'm not gonna tell you who the players are yet. You, Brett already knows who's a Hall of Famer, or are both of them Hall of Famers? No, only o- only Carey Price is. I mean, okay, I'm not, I'm not sure if uh, you could read this, but this is my handwriting. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's, Berkey, it's, it looks like it's I don't really know if bad. you've ever seen a movie of Beautiful Mind, but it's it's like it's a lot like the, a Beautiful Mind, and I hope there's maybe like two people who get that reference. Yeah, my kind um, of watch that movie now. Um. It's a, it's a sick flick. Um, so Carey Price is goalie B. Sergei Bobrovsky is goalie yeah. A. Yeah. Yeah. It was the two Vezina. They have very, very similar numbers. Um, 
it's it, the only reason why you know my brother uh, and I were just like everyone talks about how Carey Price is a surefire Hall of Famer, like yeah. surefire Hall of Famer. Yeah, Sergey Bobrovsky has very, very, very similar numbers. Yeah, um, and it was just something that we we were just kind of like watching and talking about, especially once he kind of clinched the series in Game One or in the first round for the uh, Panthers. If Bobrovsky goes on a run here and wins the cup, is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, no, maybe, there's always a narrative maybe here. A, maybe if he wins a cup, yeah, I mean, two two vessels. Yeah, I mean that that was the thing is the thing was Bobrovsky, and the reason why he doesn't get the same attention. Uh, there's two reasons why he doesn't get the same attention as as uh, um, as Price. Uh, one, Price won a heart. Which is pretty special as a goalie, obviously, as we saw that. That's Very. A, that was what gave him away too. It was like one vez on one heart. I was like, all right. Oh, well, we won a heart. What the hell? Who, who other goalie would I have thought? Okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. That, that's why I, I was. Yeah, trying. there's there's but, only been like three, two goalies in the past. Like my I don't know. H looks yeah. like a T and an I. Yeah. Oh so, gosh. So there's two reasons why. One one is one is that that that's an accomplishment that definitely rises above just stat line stuff, and I think you know accelerates him. But the second and someone one else should have won last is, year is that one one played for one of the most rabid and historic franchises in hockey history with with the Habs, and the other one won his two Vezas with the fucking Columbus Blue Jackets. That's a big reason why these two weren't thought of as being the same. Also, because I feel like. Bobrovsky was so he's been so hot and cold for his career that it diminishes how good people really are aware of how good he is when he is playing at his game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think he wins a cup. He's got he's two Vezas and a cup. That's enough, I think, for a goalie with 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 those stats to go into the hall. But without it, I don't think he does. And also price I mean, has the thing just injuries but, and all that. Yeah, but let's 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 think about this. Like Carey Price's career is done. His numbers aren't going up in any regard, and they're not going down in any regard. Bobrovsky could very easily surpass 400 wins and continue to climb that chart. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, he's in this playoff right this, now, making them pretty good. I don't know if narrative's the right word here, but it's like Brett said, bigger market, probably a bit more consistency, and. It's just the way he played, also, and the involvement he had. It's. I mean, but this is the thing: we we could talk about consistency. He's played in less games than Carey Price and has more wins. Right, but again, no one really. So I'm, cares I'm, about I the mean, Blue Jackets. I, I understand that, but you got my point. Like, it's like I get your point. It, it, I think it's. I think it's actually between... it's. A, it's it's a conversation that I think no one actually is ever going to have. No, uh, or you know what I mean, or at least hasn't had yet. But there's a and difference. That's the only between, reason why I brought it up today. There's a difference between should it be the is should he and will he? Because yeah, I mean, I think I think will he is also. I think we got to give it a lot more time. He's got a lot. He's got a lot more. Should he as an argument? Will he? I I don't. Yeah. If, if they win the cup this year, okay. But yeah, again, you're comparing a known goalie from the Montreal Canadiens, and then you're comparing him to. The goalie from Columbus, or was at the time Columbus. So it's like, but you're kind of making my point. If you're just going to say one played in Montreal, one played in Columbus, that that makes no, no, no sense. No, no, if that's no, no, the no, argument, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about from the NHL's perspective. I'm not talking about from mine. That's why I said should he yeah. and will he? Because should he, I I understand what you're saying. Will he? Yeah. No. The NHL has 
just uh yeah yeah i just think it, it was it was interesting no no, no it was a, it was I a good point. It was a fun thing to bring up no, at the end definitely. here yeah um, no i like that and i think I like we're gonna, we're going to have to get more of that going i think especially in the dog days of summer cuz well we got a long fucking summer that's yeah, it i like it and i didn't have to copy anyone's top five or anything so uh this was yeah Pretty, pretty, become a uh, movie podcast in the in the summer that's like only tangentially tied to hockey at all. That's what I think we should do. I mean, I like, t- two of my TV shows, two of my TV shows got delayed for this summer, so that that is wonderful, wonderful news. What are, what are your TV shows, Bluey? Well, well Sony, Sony in Philadelphia is in June, so okay. I'm I'm fine with that, but I'm sorry. Two out of my three, it's just they just announced with Sony in Philadelphia that with the trail, but the boys. Okay. Okay. Um. I don't. I, I get why because there's so much that you have to put into that show. It's not even being released until like late 2023 or 2024. That was very disappointing. And then obviously, I'm not obviously going into this because this is a lot of baggage. Here is the Loki series. Yeah, it, I haven't. I honestly like I've I've given up on Marvel. the first. I the first haven't. season of Loki was. I don't know. For me, that was incredible. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, nah, I thought I, that was going to be the worst out of it, all of them. And it ended up, for me, being the favorite. Interesting. I think I like WandaVision the most, but yeah, I was right there. I, I didn't Those like... Those are the only two that anyone ever mentions. I, I liked Hawkeye better. Hawkeye was I'm, good. Hawkeye was actually really good. I liked, I did not like WandaVision, actually. I got I I oh, a thing for Haley Steinfeld. Oh, man. I did Sweet, not, sassy molasses. I did not like <laughs> WandaVision. Buy, yeah, buy just, me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, but, but what's the thing with Vondivision? Like, she kidnaps a whole entire town and just like, what, what are we doing here? I, do I'm mean? not, like, I don't know. Like, it's just like, okay, now we're going to deal with, all right, she kidnaps basically a whole town. Um, she literally, yeah, she literally mind slaves everyone and then it's like, yeah. Okay. So what's the problem? That, that's the freaking problem. Like, why is that a problem? It's, it's a if good you're, story. If you're going with the anti-hero route, you go, you commit all the way, like the Loki series. You don't try to play it back and forth. If well, you want more... to tag it up as an anti-hero, fine. I, I, I actually sometimes prefer those more than the regular white bread hero ones. But it, it felt like they were going back and forth. Oh, the anti-hero. Oh, no, the hero. It, it kept them seem like going back and forth. There were great moments in that show. But there were sometimes like I, I I don't know. Well, I mean, because I, I, she didn't even realize that she was doing it until almost the very end to begin with. No, she she knew. She was like consciously like not like she was constantly deluding herself at the same time though. That's a bit different than not knowing. I, I'm I, again. This no, is but it, you know, are you talking about? Are, no, no, like it, that was like a psychotic break. Like it wasn't just her. Like it, it wasn't like that. Wasn't just like her being like, oh, I'm just gonna mind sleep. I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect anyone who likes it. I just, for me, I just did not get it. I, I like Loki, um, the Hawkeye series. They actually did a young Avengers character right for once in their lives, except the MCU screwed anyway, um, and. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What what uh what's your what's your top three Marvel MCU movies? Okay, I'm I'm automatically I will not put this in there because this is more of a conclusion movie rather than its own independent movie. I'm not putting Endgame in there. 
Not because why? it wasn't. Why? Yeah, why? I, think why? You, why? I think you got to take out. You got to take out Endgame because it's more of a conclusion of what was it? Twenty five movies. But it's an MCU movie. I don't get it. What do you it mean? It was man? incredible. Like if you're going to compare it to others, yeah, it does make that. But I don't think it's. It's an it's MCU hard movie. To... What are you talking it's about? It's not its own movie. It's, it's a conclusion. It is its own movie. It's no, Avengers movie. What do you mean? It's it's a movie in the MCU. It's an it's Avengers a conclusion movie. of. I, I'm I'm gonna lose my mind. Okay, so right so is, 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 no, 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 does look, Infinity, look, look, does look, Infinity War not count? Well, you're gonna take ultimate. No, 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 no. The one that says no, 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 no. Because if you take each individual movie as its own, right? I'm not asking what your individual favorite superhero MCU movie is. I'm just saying. I, I thought that's what the movie we were talking about. No, no, no. What's your favorite MCU movie? I'm not saying what your individual hero is. No, I, I'm not talking about individual hero. I'm talking about which movie on its own is is, is the best with the director. With is the writers, Endgame not a movie? I'm sorry. Endgame no, is a movie. It's just it's just unfair. I think is what Berkey's talking about because there's but 16 it movies that. There's 16 movies that give you blue balls leading up to it, and it's just so satisfying, the movie. And I think that's the part that you're talking about. But if you're just classifying it as MCU movies, Endgame has to be in there. Uh, Iron Man is going to be in there as well for me because it started it all. If you don't uh, add and this it's one, so fucking good. The original it... Iron Man? No, 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 no. Okay, besides Endgame and Iron Man, who's, who's the third one for you? Um... I, I gotta think because I'm probably gonna forget one of them. Um, uh, I it's it, the, no, the, I think it's gonna Soldier. be Civil War. Winter Soldier was one of the best MCU movie MCU no, movies of all time. Fake, fake no, no, oh, no, God, no, that's no. literally in the bottom five of my list. Get out. Winter Soldier. No, I think Winter Soldier is so Captain Marvel. Great. Captain Marvel was my favorite. The first. The first. Uh, the first Captain America is so much better than Winter Soldier. It's not even funny. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to. Yeah, just... that's okay. It's all right. It's fine to be wrong. And it's for once we have a different list, so it's great. So really, yeah, there happy. you go. Because my list is going to be first off. Endgame isn't in there. I think Infinity War is 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 way better than Endgame. Um, as its yeah. own movie so, like, so you're, you're in agreement with what movie? i'm saying no no okay okay i'm sorry listeners I'm, i really need to get this point hammered home here if you're going to discount endgame you have to discount infinity war because it's they're the they're, they're it's part one and part two it's no no because the, the end game is like the build-up of everything past. leading there infinity starts that so you can consider that its own movie it's from beginning to end has its own story infinity war is the first part of that story I mean, I just think that Those, if you, if, you, if, if, if either of you want to pick a movie to put in your list, just put it in your list. I don't know why the other one's getting pissed off about it. Just well, who the hell cares? It's not a movie. <laughs> it, no, it is a movie, but as an independent one, if you're evaluating it based on others, you can't compare it because it's more of a conclusion to everything, not from beginning to end its own thing. Right, but Infinity... But okay, Infinity. so Berkey, if, if I were to tell you my favorite movie is Twilight, what would your answer be? Could I could I not just pick one? Do I have to pick like Breaking Dawn or something Eclipse, Solar Eclipse or some shit? I I can't I can't. That's a culmin- that, that's that that's a, that's a culmination of movies right there. That I mean, culmination. I I I can't believe Winter Soldier is not on. That that is ridiculous. That that no. is absurd. That I, is absurd. look. I, I'll be honest. Man, look, I'll so be honest good. with you. I I, I could I. 
yes, I've seen all of them up until I saw all the movies up to Endgame. I think I've seen all of them since. I might have missed a few, but there's been some really fucking bad ones that have come out that I just they're, like, they're, can't they're even fucking they're stomach. Um, no, they just got too big and they started doing too much with the TV shows. Well, and no, shit. they well, oversaturated well, the market. Big bad villain actor is a problem, and on top of that, every Shang Chi I love. Well, um, no, well, yeah, one, one of the, one great. of their. I don't know. I didn't really like you, Doctor Strange too. I I, I I hated Doctor Strange. It was way too uh, all over the place. Eternals. It was way too all over. Eternal. Oh, Eternals was just the first Doctor Strange was amazing. Eternals. Yeah, it was great. Um, also, the CGI. Yeah, looks and what, one of the things. Now. One of the things with you know Jonathan Majors, obviously, who like they pretty much like rested the rest of this entire like universe on, is now arrested, obviously, for domestic abuse or abuse of some sort. I don't really remember. So like, and he's a badass actor. That guy's fucking unbelievable. If you saw uh, Creed two or Creed three. Um, but I, yeah, I don't really know what the hell the future hold uh, is going to look like for them. Um, and I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. I will. I, I think I saw that you posted something about it. I'll watch it eventually. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know whose bright idea was to decide to have the Rangers eliminated and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 come out on the same week. I, I, I don't think that's fair to my sanity. Did you, I, I, did you see I, it yet? Yeah. Okay, did you like it? I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil anything. No, no, yeah, no, that's why I'll be very careful now. Just, just um, general, like, did you like it? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. Glad to hear it. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. We're not ending yet. I, I need an explanation from Brett why Winter Soldier isn't in his list. I, I need to. I, I need. A, okay. Well, because my list, right is, my list is Infinity War. It's also Iron Man because I mean it's one of the best and it's also okay. Th those two are okay. Yeah, and I'm sorry you can you can not like it, but it's almost a it's almost a coin toss for me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna toss a coin over to the original Doctor Strange. I love that movie. I love every second of it. It's amazing. Here's the reason why. So I don't do like I. Here's the reason why I don't care about Captain America and Winter Soldier is that I don't give a shit about Bucky or Winter Soldier or their fucking relationship is like the least interesting part of the entire MCU to me. I don't care hmm. about them and their little friendship that they had. It doesn't interest me. I don't care. I don't find the Winter Soldier tremendously interesting. I find that movie just to be rather boring and dull to me. I, I like parts of it, but it I, the first one to me is so much more interesting. I love the transformation. I love the time. Uh, I love the period piece thing, uh, you know, of it. I, I I like that one so much more. Uh, what about Winter Soldier? Civil War compared to that one? Civil War is like all right. I just recently watched that one, and I liked it a lot more the first time I watched it than on repeated viewings. Um, it seemed very weird, just because it's not a Captain America movie. It's a, it's an Avengers movie. Um, it is. It's, it's Avengers like, and it's, it's just also they they threw all these new pieces all at the same time. Like you're throwing in probably the most popular character as like a side thing. And I, and I get why they had to do that uh, in Spider-Man. And then they bring Black Panther. Um, oh. I, I, the minute they added in Captain Marvel, I knew they'd have a Superman prom because now you could have a prom that literally can destroy everything. And now with the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, what I, 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 don't, I don't know what their plan is. Honestly, I, I really don't. Yeah, I mean that's a problem. It's it's been it's been random. How crazy it now is I'll, that? I'll leave you. I'll leave you with this. 
in 19 in the late 90s. DC might be better than Marvel in like two years down the road right now. They could be. Which is um, insane. But in, in the late 90s, uh, Sony had the option to buy the rights of Spider-Man for $10 million or they could have bought the entire catalog of yeah. Marvel yeah. for $25 million. Yeah, and they only chose Spider Man for ten million. Now it sucks that the Rangers aren't in the playoffs, but how much does it suck to not be Sony and be sitting on a billion fucking dollars right now? Well, they had to have executed it properly, and yeah, exactly, exactly. That have executed properly, and I Venom two. I'm sorry, was terrible. I was so Venom one was fucking terrible. I think it was respectable. I'm not going to say it was the greatest, but I think it's. I think it was a fair first Venom movie. But Venom 2 was just, I was so high for that. Yeah. And it was just, oh, I, in the movie theater, like halfway through, I'm like, where is this going? Why are we having a wedding between like, like, who is this? Per like, it, it made, it made. I don't even, I don't even remember any of it. It was that fucking bad. Thankfully, I don't remember it. I thought Morbius was one of the best ones I've seen though. All right. We got to really wrap this up though. <laughs> yeah. This is really fucking gone off the well, rails hey, here. We, 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 we said we wanted to convert to a movies podcast during the summer. Exactly. I mean, so we, we, I, I think we, yeah. we a good start here. Well, not yeah, a good exactly. start because yeah. we'll put, we'll put, Winter we'll Soldier put, should be in topic. But anyways. We'll put, we'll put a pin in it. Yeah. You know what I'll do? I'm going to rewatch Winter Soldier. I'm going to write down everything I don't like about it. I'm going to starting off. The next podcast with coming in hot with all the things I hate about Winter Soldier. I don't even hate it. it. I the just, only I good thing I, now, I don't love it. The only good thing now is I've watched the Marvel movies so many times where it's concerning. I could you said you said Doctor Strange. I, I we won't get to it now, but you said Doctor Strange. Um, I I'm I'm in 100 agree if anywhere. Okay. Um, what was the one besides Doctor Strange? Infinity War. No, no, no. Okay, Th those were the three. But what was your fourth? Oh, the fourth that I was debating with 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 uh, um, uh, Guardians original. I, I I love the Guardians movies so much. I that. Yeah, I do too. I, I they're they're amazing. The, the first Guardians one especially two, is so good. Two has some problems with it. But the I first half was good. The, I'm sorry. The first half was terrible. The second half was great. It was just all over the place. It actually, is. I really hate the, the, you know, the thing that kills that movie for me is actually the ending. The ending is so overlong. I hate the battle with, with, uh, is, is speaking that. about overlong, uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I'm, I'm, shit. I don't even know how I'm alive right now, honestly. But, well, well, one more thing, Fantilli now. being with McTavish and Zegris now. No. Part is probably oh, Jesus um, Christ. going to Russia or something like that. But, um, anyways, yeah, uh, I, I think we're going to end it off here. And uh, honestly, yeah. if anyone made it to this point, God bless you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No props. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, uh, the first person that tweets at me that hears this that says Winter Soldier sucks, I will Venmo you ten dollars. I promise. <laughs> That's actually really funny. I swear to God, I'll do it. The first person, not everyone that does it, just the first person that gets into my yeah. DMs and says the says That's that funny. crazy to me, I'll Venmo you ten dollars. <laughs>